Hello and welcome to the JNM podcast. My name is Jeanette. And I'm Miro. And today we are going to be talking about a Thanksgiving film yeah. um, called Home for the Holidays. Um, so before we get started, we would like to thank the people who are coming back. And then if you're this is your first time, mm-hmm. uh, thank you and welcome. Welcome to our uh, little podcast that we started as a result of the pandemic. It's it's going swell. Uh, we have we have tens of listeners and it's great. Yeah, we have four followers yeah. on uh, SoundCloud. Ooh. Yeah, and then nice. our highest episode was the YMS with I believe almost fifty listeners. Oh, wow, that's great. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, thank you everyone for uh, being a part of that. Uh, and like we said, uh, the movie that we're going to talk about today is the 1995 dramedy Home for the Holidays. It's a Thanksgiving film directed by Jodie Foster, and it is written by W.D. Richer. Uh, most of the information we got about the movie, we got from looking online on Wikipedia and on, on IMDb. So let's start off with the cast. So um, we have our protagonist, Holly Hunter, as Claudia Larson. She's been in The Incredibles, The Piano, Raising Arizona, Saving Grace. Then we have Robert Downey Jr. as Rami Larson. Uh, He's known for playing Iron Man. Then we have Anne Bancroft as Adele Larson from To Be or Not To Be, The Graduate, The Miracle Worker. And then we have Claire Danes as Kit Larson uh, from Homeland, uh, Temple Granding, My So-Called Life, and Stardust. Mm-hmm. Then we have Charles Durning as Henry Larson from To Be or Not To Be, Dog Day Afternoon, and Tootsie. Uh, then we have Dylan McDermott as Leo Fish. Uh, he was in The Practice uh, and American Horror Story. Was he only in the first season of American Horror Story or was he in the sequels too? Um, He was in the first one. He was in the second one. I think he was in the third one. And I know he was in The Apocalypse. That kind of okay. was like connecting back to the first season. Okay. Because there are a couple people from the first season that didn't show up at all throughout the other, other seasons yeah so for those who don't know he's the dad from the first season mm-hmm. and then he sometimes gets confused by dylan Mur, like that other guy that has like almost the same name yeah. as him <laughs> yeah it's i think it's like dylan morlaney Mer- or something something like that yeah. yeah yeah and then we have uh geraldine chaplin as aunt glady she's from the orphanage the crown and the movie Chaplin. Uh, she's also uh, Charlie Chaplin's daughter. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool. We have Robert Downey Jr. that played in Chaplin. She is in Chaplin. Yeah. Her last name's Chaplin. And she's... yeah, and then most of like her. Her Chaplin. Uh, <laughs> most of her films, basically, I think like after. I would say like after the 60s, have been mostly Spanish films because she ended up being with um, like a Spanish. Uh, person like marrying them she ends up divorcing him but then it gets you know together with another spanish person so she's been mostly famous in spain and like europe but she does still do like american movies from time to time yeah i'm sure like over here she probably gets different kind of appreciation 
yeah. over here everyone probably knows her as charlie chaplin's daughter and then fun fact is the daughter or granddaughter when no daughter because um in chaplin like the bio um that robert downey jr played yeah um she played her grandmother helen chaplin so mm. charlie chaplin's mom oh i see wow yeah. that's crazy mm-hmm. yeah and then we have steve gutenberg as walter wedman he's from the police academy series uh, three men and a baby we have Cynthia Stevenson as Joanne Larson Wedman uh, who's Asian Cody Banks Airbud, <laughs> like you know the dog series the bud series Air yeah. Buds <laughs> Fish Buds Swim Buds uh, all the bud movies I think it was only like the beginning like I think it was before it went all crazy because uh, she plays the mom Oh, yeah, so she probably was in, like, the original and then the, like... Yeah, she was in yeah. the original ones, but I don't know if she's um, gone on to keep going. Yeah. I just know that she was, like, the main mom, mm-hmm. basically. And I guess, like, she's also known for playing a mom, because in Asian Cody Banks, she plays a mom, and then in this one, she plays a mom and a daughter. Wow. So, <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so those are our actors and actresses. Uh, we're going to go over them a little bit more in depth later, uh, but first we kind of want to touch on the backstory of the movie a little bit. Mm-hmm. The film was based on a short story by Chris Randant, uh, which appeared in the Boston Phoenix. Uh, W.D. Richard adapted the story and executive producer Stuart uh, Kleiman uh, sent the script to Jodie Foster and he sent it with a note saying it's a complete mess but I love it mm-hmm. uh, Jodie agreed with him and decided to, to direct and this would be her second um, directorial uh, film basically yeah. uh, I think like the first one was like when she plays like the mom um, with this like super genius kid I feel like I remember that. Yeah, it's like, it wasn't a blockbuster hit, but it was like, everyone praised it for being like, oh wow, she can direct type yeah. of thing. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, I know it because I, I uh, it's kind of like a cyberpunky movie. Yeah, I think so. That's why I know it. I, I, I have it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Castle Rock Entertainment was originally going to finance the film, but canceled for unknown reasons, uh, causing Foster's own company, Egg Production, to acquire Richard's screenplay. Mm. Uh, she struck a deal with Paramount Pictures to distribute the film, and Polygram Film Entertainment was signed on to handle the international rights and domestic video slash pay TV. Mm-hmm. So, like, if it was seen on Stars, it has the rights for that type of thing. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, so Foster met with Richard once, like, that whole, like, deal went through and worked on the script so that the film, like, reflected Foster's point of view mm-hmm. and her own life experience. She was working with a $20 million budget, and she spent 10 weeks filming in Baltimore with a two-week rehearsal period. She, so in my opinion, she kind of did, like, the uh, Sydney Lamotte's um, mm-hmm. style of like directing, where she like rehearses with the actors and then um, directs it. Mm-hmm. 
is that like a common thing or is that not as common uh it's like one of the styles like you can do that you could also be like um oh what's that guy the guy that played that directed 21 2001 space odyssey stanley kubrick stanley kubrick um it could be like him where he's very detailed and it's like everything has to be exactly perfect and then there's some like clint eastwood that's like okay whenever you're ready (laughs) yeah type of thing um and then he just allows the actors to just like do their line and then he'd be like okay that's enough (laughs) (laughs) um so it kind of just depends like that's it's just basically like kind of like one of like the well-known um ways to direct but Mm -hmm. everyone has their own type and style um it's not like it it's like a cut and paste type of thing yeah yeah um so most of the rehearsal was to work with the actors on the dialogue Mm -hmm. uh and then she picked uh baltimore as the location because it was the prototype of american city like it's dangerous in the east coast and urban but yet it's like hopeful quality Mm -hmm. to it Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know because it's like snowing and then like you get hot cocoa i don't know yeah it's like typical white people let's just be honest it's it's something very like homey yeah you know what i mean uh because like if it was like in la it would be kind of weird because this this doesn't snow like it may rain but like it's not yeah you can't really make like a good christmas movie in la because you need snow yeah so unless you go to like lake tahoe no wait that's in utah um is it i think wait is it no i think it's on the border with bear how about big bear yeah you could go to big bear yeah and i think lake tahoe is on the border with nevada and utah all together I think. Oh, okay like with the sierra nevada mountains sure okay <laughs> um so fun facts uh the thanksgiving dinner scene took more than 10 days to shoot they used 64 turkeys 20 pounds of mashed potatoes 35 pounds of stuffing 44 pies 30 pounds of sweet potato 18 bags of mini marshmallows <laughs> And 50 gallons of juice to stand, like, stand in for wine. Oh, wow. You know, I'm kind of surprised at how little mashed potatoes they used, but they used 64 turkeys. Well, because it's, like, more of, like, the way it looks. So, it's, like, over time it kind of, like, sets in. Yeah. And, like, you don't see that, like, that kind of, like, shine. Yeah, yeah you know so i think that might be it because with mashed potatoes is like it it could like look like that for For a a while yeah Yeah. for a very long time yeah um and then steven uh steve gutenberg um is actually missing uh from the family photo that was used in some of the posters and dvd covers Mm. so when you look at like the poster of home for the holidays um there's it's basically Holly Hunter kind of standing and looking um, above, like mm-hmm. looking at the sky. And then there's like a shadow of an airplane mm-hmm. uh, flying overboard. And then like, I think to the left of her is like a frame photo of the family. Oh, I see. And so if you look at it closely, 
Um, there's actually a space uh, uh, next to Anne Bancroft <laughs> where he would have been placed. <laughs> wow. Uh, it's unknown of why he, you know, um, didn't show, but I'm assuming that he probably wasn't available for probably um, like overslept the shoot. or something. No, I don't think it, it's <laughs> like overslept. Maybe he was busy like doing like another project That's and true. couldn't do the marketing part. Yeah, and then also Foster um, allowed Robert Downey Jr. to improvise, uh, which got him excited about making films again. Because mm-hmm. I think during a time he kind of was, um, kind of didn't feel like acting was like his thing, or like he didn't think like he should continue. Yeah. And then uh, Downey has publicly admitted to using heroin during the making of this film and Jodie Foster wrote him a letter praising for his work uh, but warned him that he cannot continue using drugs on other sets and films Yeah, and this was I would say like a few years before Alec McBeal's because he got signed on to um, play as like one of the main cast in the series but like because of his drug use he ended up getting fired oh wow so he's uh robert downey jr is kind of lucky yeah i mean like it's great that like jodie foster like was kind of like being like hey like i really like your work i think you have potential but i think you need to you know take into consideration yeah. of how serious this is because she also does that for uh, mel gibson like when he went through that phase where he was like dealing with his like um estranged relationship with his um ex-wife yeah with his ex-wife yeah. and like the custody battle and all that stuff that was happening in like what like the early no like the late 2000s yeah i remember that and she she kind of was like helping him with it and she even like helped him like get um a couple roles Mm. you know based on like her directing films like he she directed like i think two of his films that he starred in and then then he had to come back but then everyone was like oh this is kind of weird weird. yeah Yeah. (laughs) i i feel weird because if it was any other like, I feel like if I was a boss anywhere, like, for any job, if I had someone doing drugs, I'd be like, yeah, you're fired. <laughs> you know? It's weird that, like, actors can be like, oh, yeah, it's just Robert Downey Jr. He's just gonna go do heroin real quick. He'll be right back. No, I think, like, it's not, like, obvious. Like, I think everyone knows that something's going on. Yeah. I think, like, there was this, um... I remember watching the biography of Robert Downey Jr. This was, like, back when... There was a channel called Biography. Oh, wow. <laughs> and they were doing that biography series yeah. of actors and directors. Yeah. And I think it probably was Charles Durning that also mentioned it to him. Wow. I think it was, like, this film that kind of everyone's like, we're really concerned about you type mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Because um, I think this is kind of, like, at the tipping point in a sense, you know. Yeah. Um, and you could kind of tell like yeah a little bit during the movie yeah a little bit um it worked for this movie well yeah because like his character is like kind of like all over the place yeah he's like a hothead like you know constantly sweating and (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, let's uh, move on to the plot. Yeah. So the film starts off with our lead character, uh, Claudia Larson, working at a museum restoring artwork. Uh, she's called into her boss's office where her boss basically fires her and says, hey, it's nothing personal. It's just budget cut. Uh, like our budget is cut. So someone's got to go. And it's her. Uh, so despite that, her daughter named Kit uh, drives her to the airport uh, so that she can go home for the holidays. <laughs> yeah. While they're basically saying their goodbyes, uh, Kit tells Claudia that she's going to her boyfriend's house for Thanksgiving. Uh, and also mentions that uh, they're basically planning on having sex. I think it's for the first time, right? Yes. Yeah, they're basically planning on having sex for the first time. Um, I don't know why, you know, that detail's included, but it was kind of weird. Well, I kind of feel that, like, their relationship, since it's just them two. Yeah. That I think that... They have, like, such an open relationship. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I don't... I, in my opinion, like, I don't think that's, like, weird. I think, yeah. like, if it's, like, if the dad is involved, like, it's a little bit weird. You or, know, like... It's it's kind of weird that, like, daughters tell their moms, like, hey, I'm going to go have sex. But, like, sons never tell their dads, hey, I'm going to go have sex. Yeah, maybe it's, like, a kind of, like, society. Maybe it's something yeah. had to do with that. Like, you know, with men it's like oh we gotta keep our like sexual preferences and you know what we like and you know behind the door type Mm -hmm. of thing yeah um well like when it comes to women it's like yeah we're kind of like open to Mm -hmm. talk about it um yeah yeah it just kind of depends on like the parents and like how strong of the relationship is i see yeah i can see that yeah, so uh, during her uh, travel time in the air, um, Claudia basically loses her coat, and then on the plane she gets stuck uh, next to this like manic talker uh, who's played by Angela Patton, uh, the grandma from American Wedding. Yeah, she's like known for being like the, the kind of like manic woman that like talks to you yeah. like during a flight. Or, like, talks to you, like, in the grocery store or something like that. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I don't want to be here. (laughs) She kind of is usually that um, type of character. Yeah. Um, I feel like I recently actually saw her play the same exact role. Yeah, in Red Eye when I was watching it. Well, Red Eye, I I don't remember, but uh, in Bones, like, in the show that I'm watching, exactly same thing. She's, uh, She's on a plane... Uh, super interested in the character and just won't shut up. Wait like, a minute. What if this is like a huge conspiracy theory? Like, wait a minute. Let's like think about yeah. this. What if she is always in the plane because she's a ghost? Oh, maybe. Well, I was thinking about the Angela Patton cinematic universe where all the <laughs> movies that she's in, yeah. they all take place in the same universe. That She just happens to be in the plane when these things happen. Oh, wow. That would have been like so cool. Like she's maybe visiting her family or whatever, her cinematic universe yeah. is, right? Honestly, if she was still alive, like it would have been so cool if she was in the Avengers, like whenever like they're on a plane or something. Yeah. Like what if like she's like on the ship, the invisible ship that they go on, 
And then she's like kind of like yeah. looking for the coffee place. Or she she could have been in it. She she was <laughs> interacts and... with like Nick Fury. Oh wow, that would be funny. She like takes place takes the place of Stan Lee or something. <laughs> yeah. So once Claudia arrives at her destination, she's greeted by her parents. Her mother gives her an oversized coat and talks. Uh, instantly starts talking shit about the family members. Uh, while the dad is busy singing and cracking jokes. And then, like, some of, like, the famous lines... Yeah. Like, come from, like, the mom. And one of them is, like, I can see your roots, Claudia. You know, it's so funny when I when I heard that. I was like, oh, my God. I can already tell what kind of movie this is going to be. Because, like, my family's like that, too. Like, when they see it, they're like, oh... Uh, like you look like Gavin Shower today, or oh, like your hair is greasy, or you know, I'm like, dude, I just like showered yesterday. Like, come on, you know? Yeah. Uh, my family's like that. They are quick to point out, like, oh, your like shirt is wrinkly, or you know, something <laughs> negative immediately. Yeah, I think like for me, like it had to do with like time for my dad. Like I remember, um, what like. You know, remember that one time when we went to visit them for the first time, like with you, you know, yeah. coming with me, that my dad was like, oh, wow, it's about time. Like, uh-huh. you guys, you know, were supposed to be here like 20 minutes ago. and <laughs> Yeah, and, like, and I was like, 20 minutes? That's like nothing. I'm, I'm usually late like hours, dude. Yeah, but he's like known for like, you know, being like on time type yeah. of thing or being there early yeah um so it's like always had to do with time or like oh if i told him that i was going to be here at a certain time it's like well, what happened yeah <laughs> for me it like personally i uh used to know this person that i didn't like that much uh-huh. and you know he was in a really crappy position in life like he didn't have a job he was like a burnout Uh, And he was older than me by, like, a lot. And he already had kids and everything. So he was, like, I don't want to say it, but he was a complete loser. And, like, one time he was, like, oh, if you're on time, you're late. And if you're early, you're on time. And in my head, I was, like, oh, wow, that is such, like, a smart, like, saying if it came from anyone else. Like, if a loser didn't tell me that... I would be like, oh, okay, that's advice that I'll take to heart and I'll try to be early to every meeting or whatever. Mm -hmm. But this guy, I, like, didn't like him so much that I was like, you know what? I'm going to be late to everything from now on because if, like, this guy... (laughs) Yeah, anyway. Uh, So, yeah. um, When Claudia remarks that uh, she's basically thinking about changing careers, her mom immediately knows uh, that she lost her job. Yeah, like she was which, like, oh, I knew this would happen. I knew this. Yeah, was... and then she started being like, oh, I have like, I have two thousand dollars like hidden like in the kitchen, yeah, like, in like multiple jars. Yeah, and she's like, just take it if you need it. Yeah, and then Clara's like, no, I'm not. I'm fine. Like you know, she kind of denies it. At yeah. First. Um. Again, something I noticed about like my family too. Every time like my mom sees me, she's like, do you need money? And it's like, dude, I'm I'm all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> her mom later on starts telling her that um she's kind of disappointed that Claudia is wasting her talent and that uh basically Claudia is 
her more favorite daughter out of the two. Um, yeah, the other she daughter being like, Joanne. Yeah, she kind of like envisions Claudia to be kind of like the next fan go. She's like, you could do so much better than like, you know, refurbishing like a painting for a Japanese businessman. Yeah. And um, she doesn't like Joanne because she's kind of stuck up. So she's like, yeah, like, come on like almost like being like come on like i've made you please yeah please, for the love of god yeah i only have you <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah. then um so once that whole thing happens and then there's also like a scene like right before bed that claudia tries to smoke weed but then mm. her parents like walk in <laughs> into like her bedrooms and she quickly has to put it out and then kind of like enter into the bedroom because like she's in the like the bathroom yeah. for the bedroom um and then like her mom is like you know complaining 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 and then like it's like oh you gotta wake up at 5 a.m type of thing yeah. and then the dad is like changing the light bulb because it's too bright <laughs> yeah like it's just funny like little yeah. bits like that those are the things uh, I'm, I'm, we're gonna talk about this later but like those are the things in the movie that i'm like this is a real family i was like oh wow this feels real like this is like a real family i can definitely see this happening yeah uh so later that night um tommy uh which is the son um arrives at the house with his friend leo fish uh so when Tommy surprises Claudia by taking uh, Polaroid pictures of her, like, almost half-naked. Yeah. Like, he basically sneaks into her bedroom and then flips the, like, the covers yeah. off of her and then takes a photo. <laughs> it, which he does several times in the yeah, movie. Several yeah, several times. Um, so then, once he makes his grand entrance, that at first... Claudia thinks that Leo is Tommy's new boyfriend and then worries that uh, Tommy actually broke up with Jake. Well, sorry, Jack. Um, so this could be that Tommy refused to talk about Jack because, like, she kind of mentions it to him. It's like, oh, where's Jack? And then Tommy is like, oh, like, you know, like, kind of yeah. like not really answering it, but mm -hmm. it's like, oh, wow, look, pumpkin pie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just changes uh, the subject really quick. Yeah, and then, like, dances with, like, the mom. And, and then, like, the mom complains about the pie being, like, um, <laughs> sabotaged yeah. by the dad. The next day, Tommy, Claudia, and Leo uh, pick up last-minute food items, uh, causing Claudia to run into a former high school classmate who was, like, I'm assuming the prom queen yeah. of her class. Um, so the lady brings up Claudia's divorce, which is more of a breakup since she wasn't married to the guy in the first place. So based on this whole like little small talk, um, it kind of seemed that uh, Claudia actually, you know, ended up like having a child kit with her boyfriend at the time mm. from high school. And they broke up like maybe a few years ago. Yeah. Um, so she's kind of, like, just taking care of Kit on her own type of thing. Uh, and then, like, she also brings up 
um, like, oh, like, don't you have, like, a son or something? And yeah. she's like, yes, I, I do have a kid, but she's 16. Yeah. You know, and she's my daughter. Mm. Um, so it causes Claudia to feel diminished. But then Leo comes in uh, and it kind of makes fun of the ladies for a coat because he's like, oh, isn't that that fur like an endangered species yeah and then she's like well it wasn't at the time <laughs> and then she's like wow so you did your part <laughs> and it immediately caused her to like just drive so go off yeah yeah so they then travel to aunt gladdy um's house to pick her up uh so aunt gladdy is um claudia's mom's sister sister yeah yeah so Gladdy is like a like an alone plant lady who has some signs of dementia. Like she's kind of all over the place and yeah. being like, "Oh, I f- I got this like from the Price is Right." Yeah, and it's this lamp that's like so tacky. <laughs> and you know that that was another thing that was kind of too real about the movie is like she doesn't look that old, mm-hmm. right? Um, she doesn't look that old, but she has those, uh, what's it called? Those symptoms or those things about her. Yeah. When, uh, the gang comes back, um, there's also another, like, funny moment that when, uh, Tommy opens the door for Gladdy because she doesn't know how to open the door. Yeah. She kind of opens her legs yeah. wide to like get out, yeah, and then it almost flashes Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> and then when Claudia gets out, he's like, She flashed me, she uh. flashed me. <laughs> hey, at least she didn't also fart, which she does later. Oh, no, she did that like when they got into the car. Oh, as soon as they get into oh, yeah. that was the same, yeah, like she farted, and then Leo's like, Everyone's did like, you? Did she? And Claudia, like, is no, looking No, so, at... yeah, like, uh, Leo saw Claudia farted, yeah. and Claudia's like, no, no. and then kind of mentioned that yeah, like, it's... Like, does a gesture with her eyes that's yeah. basically, like, pointing at the person sitting in front of her. And then it's a long pause, and Claudia's like, oh, how fast, how fast can you get to the house? To Tommy, and then Tommy's like, like the wind, baby, and then yeah. just <laughs> drives, <laughs> drives off. off. <laughs> So then, uh, once they come back, um, Adele, uh, tries to ship Claudia and this guy named Russell, um, Terzak, uh, who's played by David, uh, Strathian. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and he is known for being in, like, the Bourne Ultimatum movies, uh-huh. and I think you told me that he plays, like, the bad, like, the bad guy in most movies. Yeah, he's usually like typecasted as the as the bad guy. Uh, I'm trying to remember any movies by him. Um, well, I know like the Born Ultimatum. Yeah, he's he usually the, yeah he's the guy I told you that usually plays like uh, Iranian people. Oh, okay. In, when he's not actually like from Iran, like he just. <laughs> Uh, if some people might know him from Alphas, he's in that show. Um, but yeah, usually he, for some reason, like either plays like a head terrorist or something like that, um, where he's kind of like a bad guy or he's like the old company man that does things a certain way or whatever. Oh, I see. You know? Well, anyway, um, this is kind of like 
I would say like his early roles because he looks like he's in his like 30s at this time. Yeah, and it was really weird seeing him that young. Yeah. So he is, I think like he's like a plumber for like this town. Um, and he's kind of like fixing up like the, like this um, plumbing that Adele like somehow wanted to get fixed or something. Yeah. And then once Rosso, like, stands up to get, like, eggnog from Adele, mm-hmm. then, then he's like, oh, Claudia, like, it's been a while. Like, I'm, you know, I didn't know that you were going to be here. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, oh, like, you know, how are your parents? And then he's like, oh, well, they're they're dead. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, his uh, brother and sister have moved to Canada with yeah. their own family. And then, um, like, his girlfriend also left him yeah. for another man. Yeah, and it, it's really sad the way it happens, too, because she keeps asking him questions, and she's like, hey, how's this? And he's like, oh, it's terrible. How's this other thing? Oh, it's even worse. You know, he just, like, comes off as this, like, super sad character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but he's, like, trying not to let it affect him. He's just like, yeah, I mean, it's fine. You know, she left me, but it's cool. Like, I'll find someone, you know? And... <laughs> It's not, it's not that bad, you know? Yeah, and then he's kind of, like, mentioning that he would be alone for the holidays. Yeah. And then yeah, Claudia's kind of like, I don't really want to, you know, ship with you yeah. type of thing. Um, like, this is just, like, my mom's idea. Yeah. Um. So then he basically leaves, like, through the back door and kind of that was it. That's all that we see from him. Yeah. Uh, and then there's, like, this kind of, like, talk with... Claudia and Tommy about being like, what the fuck just happened? Like, mm-hmm. uh, then later that day, Claudia's conservative sister, Joanne Wetman, arrives with her husband, Walter, and their two spoiled children. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, when they arrive, Adele's like, oh, like, here she comes with her Thanksgiving, because apparently she brought her own Thanksgiving dishes. Uh. So now they have, like, two turkeys. And, like, two dishes of mashed potatoes and, like, almost two of everything else. Wow. And because, like, apparently Walter likes um, Her Joanne. cooking. Yeah. Uh, but then doesn't like Adele's cooking. And then Adele's pissed off. It's like, well, I'm making this turkey and I'm going to, you know, yeah. <laughs> make it without, like, you know. Make it my way, basically. Yeah. Um, so... At first, when Joanne um, arrives, Claudia kind of mentions, like, hey, like, I think Leo is Tommy's new boyfriend. To which Joanne kind of, like, kind of scoffs it off and, like, rolls her eyes before entering the house. Mm Kind of, like, without, like, explaining why she feels that way. Uh, So, uh, during the Thanksgiving dinner... Uh, Aunt Gladdie <laughs> professes her love for Henry mm-hmm. uh, and then brings up how she kissed him back when Adele and Henry were first dating each other yeah. and back when he was like still in I believe it's the Air Force uh-huh. uh, and she was like oh yeah he had like this little mustache mm-hmm. and, and then Adele is like losing her shit yes like she's like what the fuck just happened yeah and then uh, Tommy accidentally spills the turkey all over Joanne because, like, apparently, as like he's cut trying to cut the turkey, like 
basically like the turkey slips off of the plate and it falls <laughs> on Joran's like you know lap, lap and then she's freaking out and then Tommy and Claudia try to pick it up and like you know take it yeah. off of Joran but then it ends up just pouring all the stuffing on Joanne. Oh god. <laughs> so then this causes Joanne to reveal that Tommy uh actually got married to Jack on like a beach. Mm. Uh, and, like, had, like, a wedding. Oh, wow. Uh, several months ago. And criticized him for putting a bad image on the family. Because apparently everyone in the neighborhood are talking about the family. Well, I mean, how does everyone in the neighborhood know that he's gay? I mean, I, I'm assuming that someone saw them at the wedding. Like, mm. then, like, kind of, you know, kissing, you know, having, like, you know, um was it pda yeah yeah pda and then they kind of like told each other like oh like he he kissed a guy and this was like in the 90s so this was like during the <laughs> time where deal. the aids pandemic was still happening and yeah. like everyone made it like this like homophobia type of thing mm. uh so with all that um <laughs> uh, adele uh and henry are hurt that they weren't told, nor were they invited to the wedding. And Adele just goes and hides in the hidden pen, the hidden pantry next to the kitchen, to which Claudia, you know, follows, like, moments later. Yeah. Uh, and kind of, like, consoles her. And then, like, Tommy comes back in, like, moments later. Mm-hmm. So then after the meal... Kit calls Claudia and tells her mom that she decides not to sleep with her boyfriend, uh, stating that her boyfriend kept acting like a jerk. Like, he kept trying to, like, touch her butt and, like, kind of do these very, like, you know, like, asshole moves type of thing. Like, kind of, you know, playing with her. Not sexually, but you know what I mean. Like, kind of, like, tickling her in front of her his parents and uh, she's like no i don't want to yeah, you know? yeah um so then she also encouraged claudia to keep going because like claudia's like oh i just want to go back home yeah and then uh kids like no like stay and this is kind of like consistent throughout um the film mm. where like tommy also tells that to jack and jack is like no stay and you know so on and so forth so, at the same time, Tommy, Leo, Walter, and Walter Jr. Uh, are playing football outside in the front yard mm. while Henry decides to wash everyone's car. <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of winter. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just, like, washing everyone's car. Now, throughout the play, uh, Leo and Tommy would bend the rules, which kind of Infuriates Walter. Yeah. And then this causes Walter to throw the football at Tommy's car and then causing Tommy to get upset and then, like, have a scuffle with Walter. Oh. Uh, so Tommy misses Walter's face and punches Leo, who tries to separate them. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like a whole thing, yeah. Out in the yard, and they're like, the neighbors are gonna see. Yeah. And then Henry tries to hose the two down to kind of like, you know, be like, hey, okay, that's enough. Like, go separate. Uh, but then Joanne, like, is like, okay, that's enough. Like, I've had it with, like, my family. Yeah. And then just decides to take her children and leave with Walter. 
while the car still has soap suds and mm. has like the towels and the soap um, sponge at the yeah. back. It's fine. It'll freeze because it's the middle of winter. Yeah. So then after that whole thing, um, the family, the rest of the family comes inside and Tommy and Leo dry off. Um, while that happens, Jack calls the house. Uh, Henry answers the phone at first, um, and then congratulates Jack, um, on the marriage and that he's really happy for both of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, he passes it, the phone to Tommy, and then, like I said, like, Tommy's like, oh, I don't want to be here, but then Jack is like, no, no, like, stay. Like, we do miss you, but, you know, you're, you should be with your family. Mm Um, and, uh, a couple hours later, uh, Adele insists Claudia and Leo to drive to Aunt Gladys' house to deliver, uh, to not only, um, drop Aunt Gladys off, but mm-hmm. also take, like, another detour to Duran's house mm-hmm. to drop off, off her food. Yeah. Because she's like, no, I don't want, I don't want her shit, like. Yeah. <laughs> um. They basically return her food to her, uh-huh. right? Yeah. So after they uh, drop off Aunt Gladys, Leo tells Claudia that Tommy showed him a picture of her and came to Thanksgiving to meet her. Uh, at first, Claudia was a little bit annoyed by that, but then they end up making out in front of Joanne's door. Uh, Claudia goes to the Wedman's basement to talk to Joanne, who is exercising on one of those like 80s bikes that they sold no stair stepper oh it's a stair stepper yeah oh okay on the stair stepper um and then basically like she's just like hey i'm here i'm sorry i'm just trying to make amends but uh joanne kind of uh refuses she's just like i'm done i don't need this um so when claudia finds that she's not gaining any ground or making having any progress with joanne she just leaves uh, when Claudia asks Leo if he feels the same way about his family that Joanne does about hers, uh, he kind of says yes, but he just smiles because he figures his uh, family wants to scream too. Yeah, like, there's, like, a scene where he's like, oh, yeah, like, whenever I talk to my dad, like, all he says is, like, oh, yeah, I did a par bogey and a par. Mm. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, I don't know what golf is, and I don't know, like, the way, you know, the lingo yeah but he kind of prefers to like at least like be there Mm -hmm. because he knows that like his dad is also screaming too yeah (laughs) and doesn't want to like to be here type of thing yeah um so then uh the two return home for a late night snack uh which leads to them making out um in the living room and potential coitus Mm mm-hmm However, Tommy interrupts them since he was sleeping on the floor. And then um, Tommy then reminds Leo that they had to get up early to attend a get-together mm-hmm. with Jack and uh, the rest of their friends. So then Claudia just goes upstairs, like, and Leo follows her. Um, he tries to join her in her bedroom hopefully to continue with the coitus but yeah. then she's like no i don't want to do it my parents are 
like down right the there. hall. Yeah. <laughs> they could probably hear. Yeah. So he's like, okay, fine. So then he goes back downstairs. Um, the next morning, Claudia wakes up and watches Tommy and Leo drive away. Um, and then she goes upstairs, I believe in the attic or like this kind of like loft area. Yeah. Um, and then she uh, hangs out with her dad, who's like watching these like home videos of the family. And then he uh, decides to bring up the time when they were at the airport by the tarmacs. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're watching a new airplane, which is a Boeing. Uh, a 1969 Boeing 727, mm-hmm. uh, back when um, they were actually good, good before yeah. um, <laughs> the mishap the last yeah. couple of years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so they were there to watch the new airplane take off. Uh, and then he states that while everyone was taking cover yeah. and just kind of like bracing for the huge wind that was going to come, uh, it was only Han and Claudia that were the only ones that was watching the airplane. Um, and he kind of really liked that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so then later, um, her parents take Claudia back to the airport. Who um, tells him to... Because like she... While they're driving... Um, <laughs> Her dad is, like, um, listening to, um, like, a Nat King Cole song. And he's, like, Penny for your thoughts. <laughs> and then she's, like, I think that I let him go. A.K.A. I think I let uh, Leo get away type of thing. So then um, they meet up, I believe, by the gates mm-hmm. of, like, her airplane yeah again before before 9-11 where before you could 9/11. go all the way up to the gate <laughs> you could literally all you had to do is just go through a metal detector yeah. and that's it and just like if someone's like hey are you yeah. are you traveling it's like no i'm dropping someone off uh, yeah. and it was totally fun yeah <laughs> it's like you would bring your entire family because you were going out out of the country yeah um but yeah so they're at the gate they say they bid goodbye mm-hmm. and then claudia tells him that you know she loves him and then adele's like we know we know yeah <laughs> type of thing um so then while she's waiting for the plane to take off uh leo um shows up and sits right next to her yeah um so apparently he decides as a like, yeah like I decide why not go to Chicago? Uh-huh. Just, you know, why not? Yeah, why not today? <laughs> so then he talks about that they should take the time during the flight to see if, like, they want to see each other again. Mm-hmm. And then he said, like, oh, if we feel like that this won't work out, we could just go our separate ways and that's it. Mm-hmm. Just shake hands yeah. and get the fuck out. Yeah. Um. So then... She's like, yeah, I think that would be a good idea. Mm-hmm. So then it goes on to this montage of scenes that reflect some of the stories that were mentioned throughout the film. Yeah, which is, it's kind of a really long montage, too. Yeah. For when I was watching it, I was like, wait, am I supposed to see credits right now? Am I missing something? But I, you know, I kept watching it and I was like, oh, okay, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So again, there was tarmac scene. Uh, then you have the young Henry and 
Adele bowling uh, back when bowling was cool and wasn't yeah. $19 per person. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> then you have Tommy and Jack having a party on the beach and being like, oh, look at our wedding rings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> look at this. Look at this. Oh, I'm Robert so Downey cool. Jr. I'm so cute. Oh my God, look at my boyfriend. <laughs> look He's at so cute. my like parted down the middle hairdo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then you have Joanne and Walter having a water gun fight, which kind of was weird because I was like, wait a minute, I thought the whole thing would joanne didn't resolve type of thing yeah so i was well, kind of weird i took that as you know she's gonna come back type of thing okay i'm like yeah she said she doesn't want to have anything to do with them but like it's family so they're gonna come back yeah. type of thing yeah uh and then claudia and kid snorkeling mm-hmm. uh and then there's also a little bit of um young gladdy and henry dancing together and kissing Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh and then leo and claudia snuggling together um on the plane plane. and then uh, the final shot is literally watching the plane go up and Mm -hmm. that's it yeah that's the end of the film yeah it was a it was a nice ending though the montage kind of caught me a little bit i was like wait what's going on like I hadn't experienced the montage ending in so long. Like, I don't know the last time I saw one in a movie. Uh-huh. So I was like, what is going well, on right I now? I mean, technically, it did do, like, a good standard montage. Because, yeah. like, a montage is, like, at least three to five scenes. Mm-hmm. It could be up to eight. Yeah, it, it, it was really nice. It's just I hadn't seen one in the middle of a movie in a while. Oh, this is at the end. Yeah, well... I know it's at the end, but it's not the ending of the movie. You know what I mean? It's not the credits of the movie. Oh, I see. Usually I see. that's where montages are. Oh, okay. The credits of the movie. Okay. What did you think of the of the movie and the characters? Uh, my throat is hoarse. You, you go first. I go first. Let's start talking about our thoughts on the movie. Um, let's start off with Claudia. Uh, you know, it was kind of easy to relate to her because i feel like everyone has that immediate uh sense of like oh i don't want to disappoint my family oh my family's gonna be sad if i tell them things are not going great with me blah 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 so from that sense i feel like she was very relatable um you know uh i really like the actress too she was good i think for me i really liked how um she was a good straight person Mm -hmm. and when i mean straight person i meant like someone that the audience can relate to yeah um so not being homophobic it's that's like yeah that's the (laughs) term um but i feel that claudia it was like really good because it's like you start off with her thinking that like she has her life together but then she got fired because of budget cuts and then she loses her coat, and then she's, like, next to, like, um, yeah. a woman who can't stop talking. And then <laughs> her mom complains to her, and then her sister, you know, doesn't like the family. Yeah. And then, like, she has to deal with Tommy's relationship, and then, like, that one Russell guy. Like, <laughs> it's just, like, she's, like, dealing with a lot. But I feel that she did a good job, like, keeping her poised yeah um and then also i think like that even kind of like kid that 
um, even though, um, like, she doesn't like her family, like, they're still her family, and then also, like, just hanging out with your parents for, like, a couple of days isn't a big deal. True, yeah. Like, Absolutely. you know, yes, it does seem like a hectic thing, like, to do it during the holidays. Yeah. Especially with, like, a busy time, like, again, before COVID. Yeah, but... this, we're going to keep our entire context pre-COVID because, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, because it's like, I remember when I was in college and I decided to kind of, like, I think I waited... Um, no way. I think I was like dog sitting at the time that mm. I remember there was this like huge travel uh, moment where like literally the four or five was completely <laughs> like flooded yeah. with people. Yeah. I think it was like during before the Christmas break. Yeah. It was like the Friday of Christmas break mm-hmm. uh, that everyone decided like, yes, I want to leave at 7 p.m. <laughs> Everyone wanted to leave at the exact same time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I know that it can be, like, stressful and all. But I think that she, that in the end, like, you get to have, like, you know, some quality time with your family. And yeah. I think she had a, a really good relationship with her dad. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, even with her mom, like, yes, like, her mom is weird and complains about everything like she still loves her mom yeah her mom was actually really like i i I don't know why but i was like oh she seems like the typical like italian mom type of thing yeah um like i was like the mom and the dad i was like oh these are like really good characters um you know both adele and henry i was like wow perfect parents yeah let's talk about henry and adele yeah so i feel like henry was really like downplaying the whole thing he he's kind of old so he's like used to all of this like drama and everything at this point and he's like oh my kids are gonna fight great like you know um that my daughters are fighting again and he's so used to it that he's just like you know what i'm just gonna go wash the car outside like i'm done you know i don't care if it's cold outside i just want to you know be out of here it's the same every year. They're arguing again, so I'm just going to go wash my car. And he hides it behind this, like, air of, like, uh, you know, I don't know what's going on or, you know. Yeah. Uh, what about the mom? Uh, the mom talked a little bit too fast for me. Uh, she was, like, a really fast talker, and then no one else in the family was a fast talker. So it was kind of weird. It kind of stood out to me. Well, I mean, Tommy was a fast talker in in a sense. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, yeah, I think um, Adele, she kind of reminds me... She doesn't remind me of my mom because my mom doesn't talk, like, that fast. Mm-hmm. But she does talk about, like, oh, like... She explains, like, everything to me. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm, like... Um, if we're getting like something from big laws she talks about it's like okay you need to do this yeah you know it's like you need to check about this and it's like yeah i know i'm doing it right now (laughs) or it's like okay don't forget to do this like she kind of does that and it's a little bit similar to adele where she kind of like talks and talks and talks um and then with henry like 
it kind of feels like that, yeah, like, he, he's just kind of riding the wave type of thing. Like, he, he's like, okay, like, I don't want to stress myself out. Yeah. So I'm just, like, going to be listening to music, like, old music. Yeah, his favorite music. He's just like, yeah, I'm going to be bumping this. It's fine. Yeah. Like, he, like, cuts someone off in traffic, and he's like, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> And then Adela's like, you're going to kill us. Like, <laughs> He's just like, I wish I could fucking just turn this car into oncoming traffic and <laughs> end this all. And then he just plays an old song. He's like, you know what? It's fine. Yeah. But I, I would say, like, I really like the moment that um, it was in, like, the bedroom scene, um, like, uh, Claudia's old bedroom scene, um, where when Claudia comes out of her bathroom um and then her parents are in her room yeah like her mom's smoking and then like complaining about henry who's like trying to change the light bulb yeah and she's like well it was too bright like you know it just wanted a little <laughs> bit dimmer yeah. for her yeah and then he's like you know don't forget to thank <laughs> thank your dad yeah and then she's like thanks dad <laughs> <laughs> i and, feel like that's you and your dad a little bit yeah, I guess like ha- having him like do dad jokes and then yeah, <laughs> like I think with like Nora when um, he saw Nora, he's like, oh yeah, don't don't you know you don't need to use the muzzle. It's like, are you sure? Because I don't want to yeah. like her to like eat your your dogs. Dog, yeah, and it's like, oh, it'll, it'll be fine. It's like it's okay. It's, it's okay, Nora. It's okay. Yeah. And then she's like, rawr, rawr. yeah. <laughs> And then she did the scary, like, uh, barking, like, burr, burr. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, who do you want to talk about next? Uh, Tommy. Tommy. Let's talk about Tommy. Yes. Let us talk about Tommy. Because the only thing I have to say is he's played by Iron Man, greatest character <laughs> in the movie. Uh, no, but seriously, I uh, felt kind of weird about it because. I was like, well, they clearly want to touch about him being gay, but, you know, he didn't bring his uh, husband around for the holidays. Um, yeah, I think, like, in my honest opinion, I think this was kind of, like, the start of Jody expressing that she is gay. Yeah. Because, like, it, like, we talked about in the backstory that she was working with Richard um, to... Um, like put in her own experiences yeah and I know that like there was a whole uh, incident when she was accepting the uh, Cecil B. DeMille award at the Golden Globes yeah that she kind of like in her speech she kind of came out yeah but then fully say it that she's like you know telling her mom is like oh like it would be great to tell my mom that you know i am not perfect it, it was the whole like yeah if you want to like watch um it on youtube there's probably like uh, the acceptance videos, speech. yeah it is weird but like wait it say kind what of, was it from again uh it was from the golden globes i believe it was like in 2015 okay so if we just look up uh golden globes jody foster acceptance speech we'll we'll see it Yes, okay. uh, accepting speech for the Cecil B. DeMille Award. And it's, yeah. like, just kind of, like, honorary award. 
I see. Um, and, like, during that time, she kind of came out. And then, like, after that, she got married to her partner. Um, and I think it was, like, Tommy was kind of, like, her way of being, like, yeah, this is how I experience as, you know, a gay person. Where it's, like, I kind of would like to say I'm gay and be outgoing. But it's, like, I, you know, I grew up in a somewhat conservative household household yeah. and like in a neighborhood that's a little bit conservative so it's kind of hard to um yeah. deal with it but it was kind of interesting to have um henry be accepted accepted about his sexuality yeah like even there was that like nice moment where um jack called tommy well he was trying to call tommy yeah. but then henry picked up and he's like hey jack yeah. Hey, just want to let you know that, you know, we really, we're really glad that you guys got married and yeah. hope for the best type yeah, of thing. Yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of like, okay, like he, he kind of, you know, was very supportive of them. Yeah. And I think that kind of like gave Tommy hope that's like, okay, it's not my entire family that <laughs> hates yeah. me for yeah. having my... It's just my sister. <laughs> <laughs> just one sister, so it's fine. Yes. And it's like the one sister that Adele doesn't like. It's and, fine. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it was the sister that doesn't, isn't homophobic, but she's like, oh, everyone else is going to hate us. Yeah, it's more of like, oh, what what will, like... People um, think. Yeah, of our family. But, yeah, I really like Tommy. I think it was a good um, choice for Joey to allow uh, Downey to improvise. Um, yeah. Yeah, I know that, like, he probably was, like, taking drugs during, throughout the, you know, in between the scenes, scenes and such. And stuff, yeah. But, like, I think it was a pretty good performance. Yeah. I think it was better than Less Than Zero, but then again, Less Than Zero <laughs> is not a great well, I haven't seen adaptation. That. I would say it's not a great adaptation. Like, I really liked the book because it was more, um, like kind of like Quentin Tarantino or like mm. no more like um Aaron Darren Aronofsky oh yeah uh-huh. that kind of like in your face type of experience yeah like work room for the dream oh yeah 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 kind well, of like kind that. of yeah it kind of is but it's like you know like what yuppie life is yeah um but anyway like <laughs> But yeah, I think, like, he did a good performance. Mm-hmm. I really liked that um, Tommy was also, like, the comic relief. Mm-hmm. Well, and so was Aunt like, Gladdy. Aunt yes. Gladdy was a little bit, too. But it, I think, like, it's just, like, having him and, like, everyone kind of, like, bringing their own, um, like, technique into the scenes yeah. kind of made, like, the film... Um, be unique mm-hmm. so i really like that um the next character i actually want to talk about is the sister we didn't like joanne yes um uh, so when i saw her i was like you know what she looks really familiar and then i realized she's the mom from this show that i used to love called dead like me oh, okay uh, she plays a mom on there and she plays the same type of character where she's very uptight and you know uh, super cares about what everyone else thinks and all of this stuff. 
uh, in the show. Um, and I think she plays that role really well. I can see why she would be typecast as that a lot. But she was playing the role really well. Um, the things that she does like around the family, like being particular about bringing her own food and all of that stuff... I actually see that with my own aunt, so I was like, oh, this is kind of like my aunt. <laughs> like a weird control freak, you know? Um, and I'm kind of glad, like we talked about, they didn't show us exactly what happens at the end with her. She just is still super dramatic, and she doesn't want to, like, get, a get away from that. Uh, but at the end, like I said earlier, they show her playing with her dad again. No, it's her husband. Uh, her husband, I'm sorry. Playing with her husband again. And for me, that had a couple of different meanings. One of them was, oh, she's showing that, uh, you know, she can have her own family unit. Like, she's still going to be happy with her own family unit. Mm-hmm. But that this holiday didn't, like, ruin the world for her. Like, she's still out there, like, having fun. Like, even though she had a bad time with her family, she's not, like, you know depressed about it she can still go out there and have good time with her family yeah yeah Yeah, i think that um she kind of reminds me of this one particular uh client that i worked with i Mm -hmm. talked to you about her (laughs) uh she kind of reminds me of um a little bit of a karen maybe like a susan uh, <laughs> I could see that, yeah. She's like, like the a, cousin of a Karen. Yeah, she's the sister of a Karen or yes. something, yeah. Uh, where she's very, um, like, no, I want it my way type of thing, but isn't full-on Karen and calls the cops, like, every time she sees, like, someone having a good time. Yeah. Um, however, I do agree with you about, like, the ending. That when... When I first watched this film, I was like, wait a minute, they didn't, like, resolve the situation with uh, Joanne and Claudia. Yeah. And I was like, so they're just going to leave it like that? But then, like, like you said, like, there was that montage scene of, like, her having fun with Walter. Um, And I'm like, okay, like, maybe this was kind of, like, their way of being like, well... Like, she's going to come back type of thing. Yeah. And then also, even, like, there's that little moment before it goes to Leo and Claudia that when Claudia leaves the basement, Mm -hmm. that Joanne at first, like, kind of continues on with her exercising workout routine, but then stops and kind of, like, becomes sad all of a sudden, like, being, like... It, did I do this wrong? Like, already like, regretting it almost. Yeah, like, like letting should, I, go. should I follow Claudia? Should I be like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like, yeah. I'm really sorry. Yeah. I think that's, again, I'm going back to Henry, but I feel like he, I feel like him in this movie where, like, you see them fighting, but you know this is normal. Like, this is going to happen regardless. Like, they do this all the time, so it'll be fine after. So, like, care, you Yeah, because he even, like, says, like, oh, we'll see you on Christmas. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly, so right? So I'm like, oh, okay, like, yeah, it's, this is normal. This is normal, yeah. Um, and, you know, the way, uh, are, are there any other characters that you want to talk about? Because I kind of want to touch on, start touching on the movie as a whole. Uh, it was just Leo. Oh, yeah, Leo, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
for the longest time in the movie, I thought that he was also Tommy's boyfriend. Yeah. Like, it took me a while to be like, wait a minute. Uh, okay. Yeah. It took me a yeah, while. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize that he, because I know that he wasn't Tommy's boyfriend. Yeah. Because, like, he didn't seem like someone that Tommy would date in a way. Like, not saying that I know Tommy's type, but it's like... Yeah, and, and they never, like, had that on screen. Like, like they never had a PDA yeah. in front of everyone. You, you, I was like, if they had PDA, I would be like, yeah, boyfriend, boyfriend. But they didn't, so I was just like, best friends? You know? Like, it's kind of yeah. weird. Um, but then, like, hearing that, um, the fact that Tommy showed up a photo of Claudia. Yeah. And then Leo's was like, oh, I like her. And I was like, wait, is this like the 1600s again? Where like, <laughs> you know, people would be like, look, this is your future wife. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, okay. And then they go travel three months. To <laughs> find then, her. And then they're like, oh, okay, this is my wife. Imagine they're like, wow, your picture does not look like the one that you sent. <laughs> But that that also like makes me question like what what photo did he show her? Yeah, did he the show... shower photo or the other photo? Yeah, and it's like was it like a like a kid photo? Yeah, you know, was it like kind of like a high school photo? You know, mm-hmm. it's like what photo did Tommy show Leo yeah. before Leo was like, yeah, I want to join you on this trip. Yeah, I'll come. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I think like he was kind of another um straight person to kind of like follow in a way because it's like he's he isn't related to any of them yeah and then like he's also um like kind of like a helpful hand for claudia like when um claudia encounters the the former high school like sweetheart yeah like the class yeah that um, she kind of was like, oh, I feel like shit because this woman, like, decides to, like, one-up me. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Leah, like, helps her out by, like, putting down the woman, being like, well, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and that was really cool. Like, I was like, oh, man, like, that's, you know, it's gotta feel good to say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think, like, like, he, he was really good at, like, helping Claudia and then, like, also helping the fa- family. Yeah. Because he also did the same thing with, like, um, when, like, Joanne was arguing with them that he kind of was, like, helping out with, like, you know, Adele and Tommy and Claudia, mm. you know. And even when, like, Tommy was fighting with Walter, like, Leo was trying to, like, you know, kind of go in and yeah. separate them. Yeah. So it's, like, he's, he's like, kind of, like, a helper. Yeah, and I remember he he almost had the role of the boyfriend that was taken to the party. That's why it was kind of confusing. Oh, okay. You know, it felt like, oh, like... Imagine in, like, uh, Meet the Parents, right? It mm-hmm. almost felt like he was Ben Stiller, where he's just kind of a middleman. Yeah. Like, you know, he's not really on everyone's side, anyone's side, really. He's, like, just there to, like, because he was invited, he's a guest. Uh, there is something that he wants there. It's the girl. Uh, but he's all chivalrous, and he's normal, and, you know... Uh, 
uh, doesn't do anything like too weird and even the ending like you said when they were like oh when he comes in and sits on the plane and he's like oh like let's just see where this goes type of thing like even that was very like like he wasn't like crazy like loopy from the bachelorette yeah <laughs> you know, where he's stalking yeah. the bachelorette like at least he's like okay like i know when to stop if she says no no yeah like that's, that's what was such a good thing i'm like hey let's have a plane ride if we like each other after this plane ride then we'll keep dating <laughs> Yeah, and it was kind of interesting that he was willing to, like, move to Chicago for her yeah. or to move to wherever she wants to go Yeah. Um, now that she doesn't have a job. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, what do you think about the movie overall? So, okay, so as a, as a total, the movie, I really liked the story, but I felt really weird the entire time watching it. Like, I, it was not weird in, like, a... I don't know how to describe it. It was almost like watching a documentary almost. Like the way some of the shots were where like the camera is just still for the entire shot and it's kind of it doesn't really focus on anyone. It's like far back shot that shows everyone on the scene and it's almost like you're a person like sitting in on this dinner but you were not invited, you know? I, th- I felt really, at times, I felt like, oh, this is kind of uncomfortable. Like, I, I felt really uncomfortable watching it. Not because of what was being shown, but because of the way it was being shown to me. I was like, oh, well, can't the camera, like, move? Like, I feel really awkward. I feel like I'm just standing here. This feels really awkward. Um, but I feel like that was kind of the point of it. Like, I, you know, afterwards, I was like, oh, like, this really felt like a an actual family like this this totally i can see this being an actual family like my, my family's like one step away from this type of thing yeah um and i that part i really like the relatability of it but like the way the story was told i wasn't as fan of as much like it i don't know if that's kind of how the style of the movies were back then um because i don't really you know i don't you have a reference for it but it was just just the style of it was kind of weird to me well i would say like this is more of like an indie film see yeah that would kind of make sense especially the way it would be like uh, the movie was in chapters right um i forgot i forgot what the first chapter was but like one of them was like the dinner yeah the point relatives yeah and um it almost felt like i was watching a play like a stage play it had that kind of awkwardness to it, but it was a movie. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I, I really liked it because it it kind of um, was more focused on making sure that um, this is kind of like a rendition of a play. Yeah. Because I really liked how you could, you could see how the rehearsals were done. Because, like, oh, basically... Yeah, yeah. Like, the fact that they, that Jody took time to, you know, talk to all the actors of, like, what uh, the dialogue should be and, like, what this character is and, like, the backstory that I think it kind of allowed um, the actors to almost create, like, the character without saying anything. Yeah. You know? Like, I mean, like, there was, like, that one well, scene, yeah, like, be- with the... Um, that um monologue that adele made Mm -hmm. um it i think it was about like as something 
um, newspaper article. Uh-huh. You know, when you, like, ask, like, Allie or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and she was, like, talking about the story where, like, this, like, woman is, like, happy and... Or, like, she's, like, has a family and she's got everything together. But then she's, like, not feeling, like, happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and... And it kind of almost reflects Adele herself that she doesn't really feel happy. Uh-huh. But then, like, deep down. Yeah. Like, she still likes her family, but she doesn't feel like um, she's happy. Like, like, fully happy. Like, she hasn't realized her potential. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. Kind of like, almost like Death of a Salesman, where it's like he spent this entire time just, like, doing the bare minimum but then like he ends up realizing that he's never accomplished anything like he never had like a wife a kid he never had like he never like um was like vp of like Mm -hmm. a office building or what whatnot Mm -hmm. like he kind of was just like a salesman yeah so (laughs) so it kind of almost reflects adele and also reflects um and bancroft's like um, theater uh-huh. work because she's known for being in theater mm-hmm. um, like she did like the miracle worker um, the play before um, the film was adapted mm-hmm. um, and she did both um, and she yeah she still was like doing well like even like because this was like I think like during the last few years of her life um I don't know, I just think that, like, it was really great that they did had it almost, like, acting like a play. Yeah. And, and that it was almost like vignettes. hmm And, you know, I could kind of tell the rehearsals kind of paid off because, like you said, it was kind of seamless. Like, everyone moved around each other and all that, yeah. Yeah, and it was almost like working off of each other. hmm You know, like... Like, that scene with, like, Tony was, like, she flashed me. Yeah. <laughs> and then Claudia's, like, laughing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, those little moments mm-hmm. was, like, kind of, like, showed, like, how well the rehearsals paid off. Because mm-hmm. I think if, like, if it was just, like, some regular director or, like, some newbie director, not offending any newbie directors, but, like, you know, if it was just, like, a regular... She was a newbie director. No, but I'm saying, like, if it wasn't, like, a director who used to be an actor, and Mm -hmm. if it wasn't, like, if it was just a director that just, you know, came out of nowhere, Mm -hmm. like, never had any experience, aside from Jodi, because she had experience as an actor. So it's, like... I think it would be completely different, and mm-hmm. I don't think you could see that like uniqueness of the film. Mm-hmm. I think it was the fact that Jody has done acting for a while, and she kind of like is working with actors while also being the director. Yeah, it kind of like showed how well like this film came about. Came about, yeah, yeah. I agree. It didn't have any business being as watchable as it was. I mean, yeah. I would, I, I still would recommend it. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's not like. It's not for everyone. I don't think no. most people will like it. Like, I if think. you like indie films and if you like plays, like just, I would yeah. suggest this. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, do you have any closing thoughts? 
No, that was. I think that was it for me. Okay. So yeah, that's our review of uh, Home for the Holidays. Uh, If you guys would like, follow us on uh, the J and M podcast. Uh, It is J and M underscore podcast. We've upgraded our uh, spelling. Uh, if you have any ideas, suggestions, or if you just want to say hi to us, uh, please send us an email at jandmpodcast at gmail.com. If you're looking for something to watch, uh, Jeanette recently directed a series called Flirtual Reality. Uh, You guys can find it on YouTube. Just search Flirtual Reality Series. And on Instagram, uh, they're under virtual underscore reality mm-hmm. yeah um thank you guys for listening i know that this is like a thanksgiving um like yeah. episode and that it's already past thanksgiving and we're in december but like you know this it's, is our podcast it's home for the holidays it's the holidays thanksgiving christmas all of it wrapped hey, together how about this how about this like for the people who didn't go who weren't able to go to their parents or like deal with their families yeah. due to you know restrictions and all consider this as like what your family would have been yeah watch this and uh, this is exactly probably what yeah, your family like, would be like if you like just watch this and then replace each character with a family member that you have <laughs> yeah pretty much and you know the movie is done in a way where you can definitely fit someone in every role so Mm-hmm. And if you uh, can't fit anyone in the role for Robert Downey Jr., I feel bad for you. <laughs> All right, everyone, have a good holiday. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, and uh, and Happy non-holiday if you're Jehovah's Witness. Sure. Because they but don't in which case you don't do anything nice. So no, you're just born. Have but a day. I'm sorry. Have another day. Live another day. I guess. <laughs> All right. Oh, you uh, want me to say something? If you want to say something. No, I think I was done. Okay. I mean, like, I would say that we've been binging on The Bachelorette. Yeah, expect some uh, reality TV episodes to come out because... Yeah, even though, like, I did stay in the Unreal episode that I hate reality shows. Yeah, but... But... <laughs> but, but it's all we watched now, so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, again, have a happy holidays and uh, see you guys next episode. Okay. Bye. Bye.